This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 119. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Vegeners, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. I am Vicky. And this is Larissa. Yo soy Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about today, Larissa? We are talking about the film Plant Pure Nation. Yes. So Larissa and I were very fortunate to be able to attend a screening of the documentary Plant Pure Nation just this past week. And we got out of the house on a Wednesday night. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> We are, yeah, I know we are big time party animals now. Yep. Uh, So we headed down to our local Bijou Theater down here at, uh, it's actually one of the oldest malls in, I think, San Antonio. I used to go there as a little kid. But anyways, uh, we went down to Wonderland Mall, the Bijou Theater, and checked out Plant Pure Nation. And wow, first of all, let me just say, how cool was it that on a Wednesday night, the theater was packed? It was. It was completely full. And I got to say, this is something interesting. The demographic graphic wasn't exactly what we expected right i think we were the youngest people there i think we might have been <laughs> just about well no there were maybe a couple people who were well, in their 20s but yeah and somebody some lady we were talking to even commented too mm-hmm. she's like i was really surprised and she was an and older she lady was older she yeah. was probably in her what 50s 60s no i think she was older than that really? I mean, maybe she was in her 60s yeah um but yeah so it was sorry it was a lady, lot of older listening. <laughs> and you weren't older but you were very nice <laughs> yeah um but it was a lot of older people i was really surprised and it was groups it was nice to see groups that came together um i know she the the woman we were talking with was with the sierra club and she had announced it at her meeting the night before but i think that she was actually the only one who showed up from from her actual group but there were other groups that met outside the theater and came in together and sat together so that was good to see yeah so this film was directed by nelson campbell who is the son of renowned researcher and whole whole plant uh, foods advocate T. Colin Campbell. You may recognize his name from the book, The China Study. That was probably his biggest work, right? 1977, right? Yes. And we do have that. Do we ever do a book review on that? I don't think we did. I don't think so. I think we were going to, but Mm -hmm. I don't think, I think it's been on our list. Well, as uh, Nelson Campbell, the younger Campbell explains in this film, um, the Plant Pure Nation is a grassroots movement that's aimed at changing the way America eats by educating consumers Uh, putting control over production back into the hands of small farmers, and then also forcing government and agribusiness to acknowledge the benefits of a whole food plant-based diet and accept change. But this is not an easy feat. (laughs) No, these guys are going down fighting. And it's, it's really, it's frustrating, it's sad, but it's also this film gives you a lot of hope. And uh, we'll talk about that. Yeah. So, um, but before we actually get into the episode, we have a rating and we don't want to forget about that. No, absolutely not. So this is from the U.S. from April, uh, April, did it again, August 10th, uh, You're going to have to just write it out. I'm going to write it out. <laughs> I give up. Um, I give it the old college try, right? Uh, August 10th of 2015 is from Tony35654. And Tony says, amazing I have often thought of becoming a vegetarian, and this podcast has helped make that decision. I am vegetarian. Say it proud. Woo-hoo. Say it proud, Tony. All right. <laughs> I, and then he goes on to say, I love these podcasts. Getting the right information.
mission is sometimes hard, but now it isn't. Thank you for helping me make the right decision. Rock on, Tony. Awesome. That's amazing. That's so, I love, I mean, these are the really the motivating emails and ratings and all that kind of stuff that we get. It's just, this this fuels me. So right. thank you for sending that, Tony, and to, for taking the time to leave us a rating. Absolutely. All right, so let's move into the main topic. Okay, so, and this is something we kind of talked about. Both both of us were furiously taking notes during this whole film. It was, you know, it was dark in the theater. And I mean, our notes look like they were written by two-year-olds, probably. <laughs> Mine well, always look like Yours that. always, but <laughs> that's just for handwriting. Well, I, I took my big Sharpie so I could I could, could see, see what that's I was smart. doing. Yeah. I didn't. I had, I think, a blue pen in a dark theater and, <laughs> and a little notepad. And so my, my things are like at angles and like going up and down and it's really crazy but um so we took a lot of notes and and that was good but you know a lot of the notes that I took I found myself kind of going back and and taking notes on a lot of the statistics that they were talking about and about um the uh, obesity problem in in the U.S. and about farming statistics and all that stuff but we when we talked about it afterward and I think you took a lot of the same kind of notes, right? Oh, absolutely. But when we started talking about it afterward, we decided not to focus as much on those aspects of this film because, you know, if a lot of those uh, facts and figures are this... Well, let me just start out by saying this film is not a sequel to Forks Over Knives. It's not intended to be. It's not. It's its own It's a standalone. Right. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the that said, a lot of the facts and figures are kind of recycled because they're the same. They don't change. Yes. So if you've seen Forks Over Knives, you've, knives or if you've seen any of the other documentaries that are in the similar um, genre, you know these things. You've you've heard these before. So we're not going to go over those, you know, bit by bit in this. What we wanted to focus on is more the plant pure movement itself. I was going to say the truth doesn't change. It stays the same. So a lot of this kind of stuff, <laughs> a lot of this stuff sounds the same. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't really a surprise to us, but mm -hmm. there are some things that we did, did uh, enlighten us to mm -hmm. how things work behind the scenes, particularly in politics, and we'll get into that. But again, I think what this did for us is it really made this movement, mm -hmm. it brought this movement to light for us. Right. So that's what we wanted to focus more on was the uh, helping people to become aware of the movement itself, which is the point of this film as well. So I, I did pull, however, I went to the website for the film and for this movement. It's plantpurenation.com. And I did pull a little uh, bit of their synopsis that I just want to read uh, quickly before we get into to more. So what, what it says on their website is, the documentary film Plant Pure Nation tells the story of three people on a quest to spread the message of one of the most important health breakthroughs of all time. After renowned nutritional scientist and best-selling author T. Colin Campbell gives a stirring speech on the floor of the Kentucky House of Representatives, his son, Nelson, and Kentucky State's Representative Tom Reiner work together to propose a pilot program documenting the health benefits of a plant-based diet. Once the legislation goes into committee, agribusiness lobbyists kill the plan. Undeterred, Nelson decides to try his own pilot project in his hometown of Mebon, North Carolina. And these guys were like the Rocky of uh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, Sylvester Stallone, yeah, movement. Rocky Balboa of the plant-based movement. I mean, they keep getting hit and they mm -hmm. keep going back. So mm -hmm. really cool to see. Right. All right. So uh, 
Let's talk a little bit about who is in the film, because if you have seen Forks Over Knives, you'll know that, you know, it's a documentary and it, they talk to a lot of different nutritionists. They talk to um, some politicians. They talk to a lot of different uh, experts in different fields. And this this film, in that sense, is no different. Yeah. So some of the people that are in the film are Dr. T. Colin Campbell. And as we mentioned, he's the co-author of the China study. He actually authored that book with his son. Right? Mm, not sure. I think it was one of his sons that, not Nelson, not but it was right. another son. Uh, Steve, Steve Forbes Jr., editor in chief of Forbes magazine, mm-hmm. Dr. Neil Barnard, and I know that we've seen him in other documentaries. Mm-hmm. He is with the founder and president for the of the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. Mm-hmm. Then Dr. Michael Greger, and he is the director of public health and animal agriculture, the Humane Society of the United States. Mm-hmm. And just, and then few, there were, there, there were a, a lot of others. others. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, and then just a brief timeline here. And now this is kind of a recap of what we just mentioned when we, when I read that little synopsis, but so in 2011 is when the, uh, T. Colin Campbell and Caldwell Esselstyn were invited to speak at the Kentucky state legislature about plant-based nutrition, which is awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, in 2011, that same year, Tom Reiner, in collaboration with Nelson Campbell, uh, Colin's son, introduced a bill to the Kentucky State Legislature to fund a Plant Pure Jumpstart pilot program in Kentucky. Now, Tom Reiner is a member of the Kentucky State Legislature. Yes. And he's a, he's a big advocate big of this. advocate, yeah. And uh, when they introduced that bill, it was lobbied against so ferociously by uh, members, lobbyists for the agribusiness industry. So the meat uh, meat businesses, the, the dairy industry, all of those. Mm-hmm. And so what they ended up doing was having to add so many amendments to this bill that it was just so watered down. Oh, yeah. You know? And that's how it works. I yeah. mean, it's very discouraging to see that. So basically, you know, they, they didn't get the support that they needed. The the financial, what they were hoping for was to be funded by the state of Kentucky to do this this program. Yeah, but they did not give up there. Mm-mm. So they decided to do the pilot program on their own, right? Mm-hmm. Not so in Kentucky. Not in Kentucky, but Nelson took it back. Uh, let's see, where did they go? Where to North Carolina, Mebane, North, North right. Carolina, yeah. which I, I believe is his hometown. It's a population of 12,000. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot smaller than like Louisville, Kentucky, you know. Um, but I think that even even that speaks to the fact that uh, the success that they had with it, because it was a, a town of 12,000 people. Right. You know, not a giant metropolis. Yeah. And they did a total of five jumpstart programs, each larger larger than the last and the first one was around 19 people was 19. and then the last one was around 150 people mm-hmm. participated yeah right and so this involved biometric testing education sessions about food and nutrition 10 days of freshly prepared healthy vegan meals now how good did those look too yeah they were like packaging them up i was trying to look to see what because they, they didn't really get much into the no. what they were but they looked really good mm-hmm. and then they repeated the testing mm-hmm. so yes and a little bit more about those the meals that they did they they prepared everything so with the uh nelson's wife is a chef and so she worked with the you know with other chefs and, and workers to prepare these meals. They had a, a kitchen, you know, in Mebane that they, I guess, leased. And they 
had all of these meals prepared. They were fresh, not frozen, not, you know, they prepared them every day and then delivered them to, or the people would come pick them up who were participating in the program. And they, one thing that I liked is they never had the same meal twice. Yeah, that's really cool. So every single meal was different. And they did that on purpose so that people would come to understand the variety that is involved. I mean, it's not just salads and, you know, just plain quinoa and, and steamed vegetables. I mean, this this was good stuff. They did uh, vegan lasagna. They did, uh, I'm trying to think of what else was in there. there I were, know, I kept trying to look to see I know, what I did. I noticed there. the lasagna for sure. But every everyone was different. And I think they, I remember them saying that they had to, as they did, uh, as they repeated the jumpstart programs, you know, because they did five, they had to get larger and larger kitchens. Yeah. And I remember them, uh, somebody made, it was probably Nelson, they made the comment that people were actually looking forward to what Mm -hmm. they were going to get because they were, they knew it was something different every time. Right. Right. You know, and then they, they did talk to, they, what else I appreciated about it is they made sure when they were getting their participants that they got a wide cross section of people. So mm-hmm. it wasn't, they didn't already go after people who were like on health kicks or yeah. who were vegetarian or who were, you know, they went in the very first one where they, I think they, I think it was 19 people. I, I may be wrong. So, um, but I think it was around 19, but they had an attorney, they had a farmer and his wife, they had a, uh, a, I think they had a, a physician. They had several different. It was a cross section of people. It might be a little bit of educated in the sense that these people that volunteered for this weren't necessarily, like you said, mm-hmm. they weren't on health kicks already or told they were necessarily going to die or anything mm-hmm. like that. But they were a little. They were just a good cross section. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Right. Point. Yeah. And I think you know the the farmer and his wife. Yeah. Especially that uh-huh. was the and and when they did the follow up interviews and they talked to them and they went out to their farm and they talked to them and and both of them were very open to this and they're like you know I can't believe how good this food is and they're farmers they're dairy farmers and they're they you know they have cattle and chickens and for for meat and for dairy and and that's all that they've eaten Mm -hmm. but they were both very open to it and then especially when they did the repeat testing and they saw the change in their health their numbers their their cholesterol and and sugars and all this i mean i think that that reaffirmed it and everybody that they talked to who participated in the in, in these studies was just amazed Mm -hmm. first at the change and how much better they felt and they were really willing to continue yeah and if i can just interject real quick because you know how i am about things like this the china study was written by t colin Mm. campbell and his son thomas m campbell (laughs) (laughs) i have to like yeah i have to like know that stuff yes (laughs) (laughs) you're very good about that Uh, all right so so then um yeah, we don't. We didn't want to repeat all of the facts and figures and yeah. everything. Nor again, like you said, go blow, blow by blow of the movie mm-hmm. because it's just it's something that um, you know if you decide to see for yourself, it's not it's not really like a right. You don't need us telling you <laughs> yeah, what you're going to see frame uh, by frame. How much money was spent on healthcare and how many people are obese? You know, you'll yeah. you'll see it, and it's. I mean. You've heard the statistics, and you've probably anyway. heard it if you you watch the documentaries, mm-hmm. or if you listen to us. So. But let's talk about the the movement, right? So there are different this, and this is a movement. It really is. It's not just this documentary that they made. The documentary is really just the vehicle for for educating people about the plant pure movement. 
and about what goes on behind the yes. scenes in the legislature. It's just very absolutely absolutely and let's uh after we um after we talk about this the facets of the plant pure movement i want to talk about that for a minute okay uh because it just made it it makes me so angry it does but it's like watching the rocky movie and you you know like the big russian dude or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, although I would hardly call a bunch of Kentucky, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to say Drago or what was his name? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say something <laughs> unkind. Um, but uh, okay, so facets of the plant pure movement. Again, if you go to plantpurenation.com, it's the jumping off point. It's the it's the jumping off point for getting involved in this movement. So uh, Plant Pure Nation is the film. That's the name of the film. And like we said, it's just, it's the vehicle for educating the public. Um, plant pure pods. Now this is cool. Sorry. I did the, I popped my keys, I think there. Sorry. And I've that. got my headphones on. So that was like, a pop, <laughs> I know pop, I pop. saw your eyes get really big. Um, <clears throat> no, nobody's shooting guns. Uh, plant pure pods. These are, this is the really cool aspect of this. Uh, it's the community aspect. And when we went to the film, they had a table set up. And what I didn't realize at the time is that the way that the screenings of this film work, the the screening, the film actually came out, I think, on July 4th of 2015. And they did some advanced screenings in some big cities, right? But the way that the screenings are working, it's a very grassroots, bottom-up movement. So the way that the film is getting brought to different locations, big cities, small cities, towns, whatever, is by these plant pure pod communities. Say that three times fast. Exactly. Plant pure pod. Plant pure pod. Plant pure pod. (laughs) Right. So people who are interested in the movement can start a community in their local area. So in their city or in their town. And that's how we got the film to come here is there's a group of people who started a pod here. And they... Because they formed it on the website, they were able to bring the film to our theater here, which is really cool. So these pods are being formed to get the film screened and then to broaden the network and bring in more people to join the Plant Pure movement. Yeah, and and they're supposed to be offering like workshops and mm-hmm. seminars and then classes at at more of the local levels, which is awesome because I, we I didn't realize that when we went to the theater and I we didn't. saw some people standing around and they had like things to sign up for, which of course we signed up for. And- having no idea what I was signing, I just <laughs> I just put my name down in my in my email and then I started talking to the the guy who was you know standing next to the little clipboard on the table. I'm like, what am I signing up for? Like, you <laughs> look like nice me. people. I think I'll sign. <laughs> I think I'll give you my name and address. Yeah, right. So, but I'm really glad I did. Um, and uh, the thing that is so good about it is it will, these pods will create a support group, a support community. Uh, and that's especially valuable in areas where there may not be um, a lot of like Whole Foods type uh, grocery stores. There may not be a lot of healthy restaurant options, right? And uh, so that would be a really good resource for people in those areas, especially. 
And from what I understand, the website, because you did some recon for us on the website after we came back. It's been a lot of time on the website, yeah. Yeah, it seems, in full disclosure, it seems like it's still under some construction. Mm -hmm. So some, by that, meaning that some of the links aren't working. I think they had like a plant pure TV section, which Mm -hmm. was supposed to have some videos of lectures and seminars by experts and nutritionists. It's going to be awesome, I'm sure. It's just not working Mm -hmm. right now. So if you go out there, don't get too discouraged. I'm sure it's just picking up. I mean, we Mm -hmm. just found out about it. So this whole movement is just starting i would say bookmark it and uh we'll keep you apprised of any, I'll, I'll any sort of updates to yeah it. i'll definitely keep checking back now we're, we're recording this on uh uh what is september, september 20th, 20th. so mm-hmm. you know this this will actually come out on the 27th so that's a whole week but again that you know they'll probably be working on it i'm sure uh but but kudos to them for just getting it out there getting all everything set up all the community aspects of it you know you can go out to the website now plantpurenation.com and sign up for the the community even if you don't have a local pod in your area a um you can just sign up to be a part of the movement itself b if you don't have a local pod, okay, if, if there is a local pod, you can sign up for that as well. See, if there's not one already established, you can actually start the process via this their website to create a pod here. That's awesome. If and you're if, the leader type, if you yeah. want to do that. Um, and I think what I think I read is that all of the pods are 501c communities mm-hmm. so it's set up that way already for you it's not like you have to go and develop this whole big thing yourself they give you all the materials and all the support you need to start this community in your that's area. really cool and if there wasn't already one here i would mm-hmm. definitely want to seriously look at doing that oh, yeah. depending on how much time it was obviously because i still work full time and we have yeah. this and another podcast and all that but i mean I would definitely, and of course, we both plan to be very active Mm -hmm. in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've signed up for our local pod already, and then um, we'll get you signed up as well as a as a member. And you know, you set up your member profile. You you can interact. There'll be forums. There'll be all kinds of stuff, and then different events. So I think it's really going to be a good thing. Let's talk a little bit about the eye-opening process about these bills and all of that that we saw that I think that was the biggest thing that to me was different from some of the documentaries that we have seen now we've heard about the lobbyists and the impacts to the bills that are actually out there but we we actually saw this on the floor right when we talked we saw the representative Reiner take this Mm -hmm. to the floor and and just the, the in oh, Kentucky, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just so just, maddening. Just reiterating my already what I already know about myself, and that is that I hate politics I know. of any sort. And this was like just, ugh, it was disgusting. I know. I you know, and as we were watching this, you you know how I, I upset I get about things, and I have I have such strong reactions to things that I see and hear. And this is, this is across the board. It's not just political stuff. It's not just bad stuff. What happens to me when we watch TV, when we watch something funny, even if I've seen it a hundred times, you laugh, I laugh like I've never seen it before. (laughs) I do. Vicky always says that I I would be the perfect studio audience. Because I make all of the, oh, and the, oh, and the, yay. And well, I'm what's like, funny is the stuff we've seen already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. I, it doesn't matter. It's not like you're, like, really surprised no, by something. No, 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 like, it could it be. It could be a Seinfeld. 
she's movie like, is Seinfeld that oh, I've seen 50 times. She's like, oh, that Kramer. I know. I know. But I do all of the noise. So I get very invested and very involved in these things. And the same goes for it. Now, and that said, I mean, that's why I can't watch political like shows on, on CNBC or show, uh, heaven forbid, I can't watch Fox News. I um, tried to. We play the Fox News rodeo where yeah. we try to see how long we can last How long you can it. stay on the, the Bill O'Reilly bull. <laughs> Seven seconds. Woo. No. You always last longer than I do. I, I end up screaming. I can't. I can't do it. I just get too invested. And that's the way I felt when we were watching this, the, the portion where, because they actually had the filmmakers in the Kentucky legislature filming this. Right. As the as Tom Reiner was presenting this bill um, and then all of the like the rebuttals from the other legislators. And, well, I think that there's I think that the wording is strong in this, that there it you know, we don't really have enough evidence to say that a plant based diet is, does all these things. Really? Well, and I like the way that Reiner said, you know. Um, I don't see how he essentially said it in a very nice political way, but how are a bunch of senators going to go against the Kentucky, um, what was it? The state university yes. that conducted the research to say, mm-hmm. to, to go against them and say, no, I think we know what's better mm-hmm. uh, than you. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was really annoying in that respect. I think that it was very obvious, you know, that he's trying the, the opposing, Senator, I don't remember what his name was, but well, there were several. Yeah, there were several that were really just looking out for their own best interests ultimately because of well, they who... live in the pockets of 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 big business. Yeah, yeah, because there's their nothing, souls, and, and essentially they were saying because I think the bill, the way it was written, said a a diet primarily based mm-hmm. in whole grains and plant foods, and so or, or plant based foods, and mm-hmm. uh, they were you know saying, well, can we just add? meat at yeah. two and he said well we're saying primarily well we you know they were essentially saying we need meat to be in there uh-huh. you know, that and it was just so obvious where they were coming from right yeah it, well yeah i mean if 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 they they can't back something like that because they then they lose their their um agribusiness support yeah and, and even if they lost Money. i told larissa i said the way it works is that even if they lost and it wasn't that far off of a vote either mm-hmm. it was that was a little bit encouraging i think it was only like 10 it was votes. 34 to 43 I think. yeah it wasn't that that far off so remember there was things we can get married now because of a pretty close mm-hmm. vote <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so i mean that used to be even just a few years ago would have been way yeah. far apart um, so I, I think it's, it's encouraging in that sense, but what I was telling Larissa is what's so f- infuriating is knowing that he was kind of just covering his own behind mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, if, if the vote passed, then at least he could say, well, see, I was trying to stand up for you guys and these, you know, yeah. these guys, I just got defeated, but I was really yeah, talking to, to his, because there's no way partners, yeah. you can say that what they were saying when they were coming, bringing forth wasn't anything but the truth. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And, and he did have some, some supporters in there stand up as well yeah. on, on Tom Reiner's yeah. side and say, Hey, you know, there, what's the harm in this? That's what I'm it's saying. It's encouraging. And this is where I think the power comes from us. We, I always say this and I've heard others in our community say this as well. We vote with our dollars, mm-hmm. guys. I mean, this is where it makes the impact because it, once we start our dollars vote mm-hmm. <laughs> more and more than you actually going out to the poll, even I would mm-hmm. say, because on a, if you're not supporting this big 
uh, factory farming industry and, and you're supporting more of the local farmers and all of that, if you're just even just a little mm. bit, even if you can't go 100% vegetarian or vegan, like we said, even if you're just shifting some of your dollars more to the local farmers and and re- you're really sending a message by even that little change. Exactly. Right. So don't and feel, again, that it has to be all or nothing. Like, well, I'm not ready to be a vegetarian or vegan. That's okay. But just even if it's just a little bit. Well, and a lot of people making a little change makes a big difference in the end. That's a great way to, so. to sum that up. All right. Are we ready to move into the recipe of the week? Sure. Why not? Oh, and speaking of recipes, I did want to mention uh, two more quick little um, facets of the uh, Plant Pure movement, the, the website. They do have uh, Plant Pure recipes, and it's a recipe site for the Plant Pure community you can browse the recipes they have there. And um, they're right at this point, they're, I think most, if not all, recipes by uh, Nelson Campbell's wife. She's a chef and a plant-based chef. And so- Ooh, I wonder if some of these were actually the ones that were in the movie. I bet you they are, yeah. Um, But uh, you can also submit your own recipes, which I think is really cool. And that, again, speaks to the community movement aspect of this is that it's everybody contributing. It's not just, you know, you go out and you have to buy a cookbook or, and they do have a cookbook, by the way, (laughs) but uh, you don't have to, you can also contribute, you know. Yeah, see, I know I keep bringing this up every now and then, and uh, but I can't help but feel like it would be so awesome for us to get a food truck, Mm -hmm. to do the the show like across the country, talk to people just about living more of a plant-based lifestyle, even if they're not vegetarian or vegan 100%, just a little bit more and turning them on to some awesome vegetarian and vegan food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally with you. Yeah. Once we get to that point, we're gone. So we were talking about yesterday, this is total diversion, (laughs) but we were talking yesterday, we actually went to go tour a facility where we might get married and uh, which by the way, it's looking like early December that we're going to get married. And, uh, one of the things we're, of course, all the things that go into getting a mar- uh, wedding together. But one of the things we're looking at is getting a vegan caterer for mm-hmm. our wedding. And it's really exciting to be able to share this food with our family and our friends. Of course, we don't want to like just, I mean, we want to bring, uh, we're thinking about more Tex-Mex food, but with, um, and of course, vegan. And mm-hmm. I think that's a great way to kind of introduce people to some of this stuff too. So I'm kind of excited about that aspect of it as well, uh, because I just don't think a lot of people think, know what mm-hmm. great food there is out there. Well, yeah. And just, just a little plug for our, our friend, um, Fred Garza. Hi, Fred, if you're listening. Uh, he is the one we actually are considering doing the catering. He has a restaurant here in town. Actually, too, there's uh, Vejeria and... Uh, then Viva Vejeria, which is the new one Viva, that he just Viva, opened. I think, is we, we love both. The food yeah. is the same at both, but I like Viva is like South Town, yeah. San Antonio, which is one of our favorite places to hang out. So that's right. why that's tends but, to be more of our hangout. But uh, so we were talking menu with him yesterday. We went there for lunch after our appointment with the the venue place, and uh, talking to Fred and and um, oh my gosh, one of the things that we want to include in our buffet we're just doing a buffet Mm -hmm. uh, is he makes these killer uh, portobello mushroom chicharron street tacos yes oh my gosh i have never though they were so good check them out on instagram i posted them just yesterday so september 19th but these are so i grew up in san antonio and my my some a few couple of my grandparents were from mexico and i grew up just on tex-mex food so i'm very picky about tex-mex food and we have a lot of good 
restaurants. Now, if you come to San Antonio, I'm just going to give you a tip. Don't go in any of the big chain ones. Mm -mm. Go to the, if you need a good hookup, just call me, email me (laughs) something. uh, Because there are some good, the best ones you're going to get are the little hole in the wall Mexican places. And don't let the, don't let the, um, appearance of them mm-hmm. turn you off either i will tell you health report wise i'm, I'm totally going off on a tangent here but okay. health report wise um it's some of show. these smaller ones get much better scores than mm-hmm. uh than the bigger ones so uh don't let that turn you off but my point was is that uh i grew up on tex-mex and chicharron was just typically pork belly mm-hmm. is one of the was one of my favorite things growing up and of course now as a vegetarian i never thought i was gonna have a chicharron taco but yesterday i saw these on the menu and we hadn't tried it and we wanted to try several things to see what we might want for our for our wedding and i gotta tell you this was amazing mm-hmm. i mean it was really good larissa and i bought got some vegan nachos and we split the street tacos and i'll tell you next time i'm getting my own i'm street getting tacos. my own you can't have any <laughs> and i'm taking some home with me <laughs> Another order. Yeah. So um, they're really, again, yeah. to me, even much better than what I remember growing up on with that. Just the flavor was a lot better. So, mm-hmm. Right. And then, well, and kind of getting back to restaurants-ish too, uh, one more aspect of the uh, plant. And I know we've kind of been all over, but we're very excited right now. <laughs> About a lot of different things. But uh, they're also on their website. They are building a plant peer directory. So basically, it's a guide to local plant-based resources. So restaurants, farmers markets, advocacy groups, doctors, uh, you know, other things. And it'll be searchable by city or zip code, and then you can find things in your area. And I know they're in the process of building that. So. definitely look for that that'll be very helpful all right since we're talking about the plant pure website let's talk about a plant pure recipe and we actually pulled a recipe for as the recipe of the week we did and you know this is something that we have talked about before on here i have yet to find jackfruit that i can use for this i'm on a quest i may be ordering <laughs> jackfruit from amazon you know for some ridiculous well price, you found but it but it was in syrup yeah it was in syrup yeah. and you don't want it in the syrup even if you rinse it it's still going to have that syrup and that sugar and you know i don't need the extra sugar no. and it's it's going to throw off the taste of your barbecue but this recipe is barbecue jackfruit which, it by is, the way, we had for the first time just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. It is on the Plant Pure Recipes uh, website. And it uses, actually, because, you know, jackfruit is, around here, fresh jackfruit is impossible to find. You know, you just can't find it. It's too exotic. I mean, they have some exotic things. They've got mangoes and kiwi. and all, But jackfruit is just a little over the top. But uh, you can get it canned. Look for jackfruit, canned jackfruit, young green jackfruit, I think, in water or in brine, not in syrup. So like I, like Vicky said, we've yet to find it, but we're working on it. So that's the recipe. It's out there. And then uh, what about a quote? All right. So the quote of the week is from T. Colin Campbell. And he said, our system is about gaining wealth for the, for the few at the expense of the health of the many. And that's something that I wrote down directly from the film very uh, while sad. we were watching it. And it's so, it is sad. It's sad, but it's very true. Sad, but we can change it. Yep. So let's not get too discouraged about that. And just remember when, we, when, you're, when you're buying things at the store, you're voting. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So what do we want folks to uh, comment or to uh, think about this week? Okay. Well, as we mentioned 
we ourselves will be doing the 10 day plant pure jumpstart. We've decided to do it after your uh, TED talk. Yes. Uh, capital speaks talk. Capital Ted-like right. talk. Ted like talk. <laughs> By uh, the way, Larissa and I will be oh doing no. the veggie wrap live. If oh you don't God. know what the veggie wrap is, go back to episode 19. Oh, good grief. <laughs> It's it's going down, folks. It's going to happen. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, it, that, if if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, my work. We're doing a TED like talk. It's really amazing what my work has done. They actually hired us a, a speaker. They we had to audition se- several folks who you, you audition for to speak to to here in San Antonio. It's going to be 250 of my peers. Gulp. Uh, <laughs> and they rented out the Hyatt. They hired us a TED Talks coach who is awesome awesome amazing dude michael hey michael and he's just so full of energy and uh i'm gonna be doing a talk called zen and the art of being me and it's going to be essentially talking about podcasting about how larissa and i started the podcast and how much it's influenced me to develop as a or i don't know if influence is the right word it's encouraged me to grow as a person and has also just bled into other areas of my life so just this whole adventure has just been so crazy awesome and uh larissa will probably join me for a small on rap stage. session <laughs> on stage uh yeah but see you you can rap and 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 leave and maybe and not see i have to work with these people <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So All uh, right. So so uh with that in mind getting back to what we were saying, we will be doing the uh 10-day Plant Pure Jumpstart that is on Plant Pure Nation or, or part of the Plant Pure movement, but not until after Vicky does her speech. Um it's been a very very stressful, exciting but stressful time. It has. And, I got to tell you, I'm pumped, yeah. but it I wake up thinking about this thing and mm-hmm. and pieces of it. So I'm really I love I really do love public speaking, but it does take a lot about of me energy wise. So I asked Larissa, I really want to start this 10 day plant pure, but I want to just be a hundred percent into this. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be like juggling too many things. So right. we decided to start it after, uh, your speech is on October 8th. Mm-hmm. So it'll be after that. And we yeah. will give plenty of advance notice, uh, because we want to make it a community effort with our veg Zen community. So we'll be setting that up and giving you guys lots of advance notice so we can do it together, hopefully. But our question for this week is, have you done it already? Have you already seen this film? Has it screened in your area? And did it inspire you to do the 10 day plant pure jumpstart? And if so, we'd love to hear your experience. And if not, are you in with us when we start it? That'd be awesome to know, too. Exactly. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. We are going to 120. Man, I cannot believe we're saying that. That is awesome. All right. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.